0: Welcome to the I Work For Him podcast. I'm Michael Merrick, producer of the I Work For Him radio program, the voice of the faith and work movement. Our mission is to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. What does that look like in your workplace? Let's find out right now. We broadcast you today from Northwest Arkansas, courtesy of Work Matters, workmatters.org. You're looking for a resource to encourage you often, almost daily, in living out your faith in your work, no matter what your work position is, workmatters.org. And, boy, we got a lot of stuff to share with you today. But first, Martha.
1: You know, listeners, um, I just want to ask you to take a moment and think about joining the I Work For Him Nation. If you go to our website, iworkforhim.com, a flag will pop up, and there you can learn what that really means to join the nation. And um, as Jim always says, it's not a club. We're not asking for any money. Um, this is just between you and the Lord but I, it's based on some experience from our own life from God just working it out in Jim and his story but the big thing is is that um, the Lord just is asking you to make a commitment to um, look at your workplace a little differently and this is just one of those steps of accountability really in that area so check it out online iworkforhim.com and join the nation.
0: Click on the I Work For Him Nation flag. Learn to pray for your co-workers and employees by name each and every day. Look for ways to serve them over and above what your job requires look for ways to befriend them outside of the workplace look for ways to pray with people when you notice they're having a rough day but all along being a person of excellence that's what it means to be a member of the I work for him nation we got a really special show for you today as we talk with Jose Socorro he's a volunteer here today at the work matters national annual event and we wanted you to hear his story
1: that's exactly right. And, you know, it's so exciting when you hear somebody who's being kind of what we would call a practitioner, Jim, somebody who is taking the information from Work Matters and learning how to apply it in their workplace. And um, Jose came up to us and told us, hey, we're doing the Bible studies at J.B. Hunt. The and we, Work Matters Bible The study. Work Matters Bible studies, um, which is what we were um you know, wanting to let our listeners know about. So, listen in to the rest of the show, and you'll hear how uh, God is working in JB Hunt's employees, the believers that are collecting together and studying scripture to just hold each other accountable and grow in their faith.
0: And Jose also got to get involved in the Work Matters Institute. And it transformed his life. It impacted his marriage. It's impacted his wife's life, as she's learned from Jose, about living out her faith as a public school teacher. So, so much packed into today's show. But again, courtesy of Work Matters, let me just ask you to step back right now. Go to workmatters.org and just sign up for their, their, they've got emails that'll come out about every other day. They've got this annual event that you can host right there in your workplace next year. WorkMatters.org. You're listening to I Work From his we're on location in Northwest Arkansas, courtesy of Work Matters. WorkMatters.org. If you're ever wondering how you can, you know, find out how to say every day I work for him, well, it's when you recognize that your work matters to God. We got the opportunity today to go behind the scenes. you know, there are hundreds of people today volunteering to keep this Work Matters National Conference going on, and one of them volunteered been paid us $150 in order for us to interview him today. His name is Jose Socorro. He works for JB Hunt, that is a Fortune 400 company, but really that's not what's important. JB Hunt was one of those companies founded on the principles of the kingdom of God and it fil- infiltrates the entire organization. It's fantastic. Jose Socorro, welcome to I Work for Him. Thank you, Jim. Thanks for having me. We're glad to have you. So, talk to us about why you involved with Work Matters.
2: Work Matters. Well, uh Anytime you can talk about God with co-workers and have the opportunity to share your faith is always good. And work, I've never seen anything like Work Matters before, a nonprofit that helps incorporate faith into the workplace. Mm-hmm. And I was introduced to Work Matters by someone who had led the Bible studies. Her name is Mandy Robinson. She's like an older sister and so she led the studies and she did such a great job discipling
1: she led them at your work
2: yeah okay Led them at jb hunt okay and so this year because jb hunt's growing and expanding she went to a different building and so i had the opportunity with two other associates to lead the studies and it's just amazing how work matters uh, creates and prepares the curriculum and encourages believers to, to be bold about their faith and to challenge themselves not to leave your faith at home or in the parking lot. Yeah. You have to bring it in with you.
1: Excellent. Had you ever had that thought before? I mean, were you somebody who left it in your car when you went into work, or or what was your story?
2: I would say during the good times, God was with me, and during the hard times, I kept him in a box. Mm. And so I God prayed. was still
0: with you, but you restricted him.
2: Right. I mean, one of the ways I try to share my faith is by how I conducted myself. In other words, not engaging in inappropriate language or getting after people in a very not-so-respectful way. Mm -hmm. But Work Matters has really challenged me on how to really live and apply my faith, especially with the studies that they've had forth. And I've had the opportunity to take part in the Work Matters Institute, which is a real game-changer. And it's a real deep, deep, deep look into how valuable and important work is to live out your faith and also share it.
1: So talk about the Work Matters Institute. You um, Did somebody um, introduce you to that idea and you had to think about it or, or did, how did yeah. you get signed up?
2: Well, that's a great question. So I was introduced to it. At first I didn't want to do it because there was an initial cost, but thankfully due to scholarships, mm-hmm. it, I was able to uh, get a, a lower rate. But I almost didn't want to do it because it did require Monday nights. Mm-hmm. So I'd go straight from work to the Institute, and that would mean that I wouldn't get to see my wife one less day. Mm-hmm. So uh, Mandy Robinson had insisted, you should consider it. And so she had told me about it. Someone else had told me about it. And so if two people are telling me do something, God's probably saying, hey, you need to look at this again. And so I, my wife and I talked, and we prayed about it. And she's like, I'm behind it. And I interviewed, and I got in, and... I was able to do the Institute and I'm encouraging everyone at J.B. Hunt to consider it because it's, it's legitimate and it's something that it'd be good for churches to take a model of incorporating faith into the workplace Mm -hmm. and, and not just teaching practical application, how to handle situations, but how to really through your actions and how to overcome frustrations and loving on people you don't want to love on to really, that's the best way to witness to someone uh, especially with the current study we're doing, uh, honoring others with love. Yeah, That's really challenged me to be like, okay, God, I've really got to be intentional with my faith here. Mm-hmm. And if I'm going to really grow, not only in my relationship with you, but in my witness and in the workplace, I'm going to have to be more disciplined and diligent in what I do.
1: Mm-hmm. So you were saying that would be a great thing for churches to do. You think like getting churches to get more of their um, congregation to attend an institute. Uh, well, like the that. conference, yes. The institute
2: yeah. is is geared toward a certain age group. Okay. Uh, what I meant o- by o- that you is, you mean
1: we're too old for it? No, no. <laughs> That's definitely not it. There's
2: uh, there's there's some sort of like an, an, an age cutoff. But what I'm alluding to is the teaching. Yeah. The the actual how work does make a difference, mm. and how work is an extension, mm-hmm. not just being a missionary or preaching on the street corner. But actual work is a way that connects us closer to God, and and God can use that to witness and share about his creation and about creation and the the word.
0: Well, imagine if your pastor could go to the Work Matters Institute, how that would shift the paradigm in your whole church.
2: It's a real game changer.
0: We're talking today with Jose Socorro. He is, well, what is your
2: role at, gotcha, what is your role at J.B. Hunt? So at JB Hunt, I work for a segment called ICS, Integrated Capacity Solutions. And, and so we basically work with third-party carriers to move freight of all kinds from certain customers to entertainment. And so I'm on a team that handles very, very special freight. In other words, it's a very expensive move. So you have to have certain insurance requirements, certain drivers, and certain truck count to move loads with us. Wow, that sounds complicated. So it could be
1: heavy or bulky or expensive. Heavy, or... bulky.
2: Uh, I know we're doing stuff with uh, a couple of entertainment companies mm-hmm. like Disney and all. So it, it, it's a lot of eyes.
0: Mm-hmm. No, for those things, I know you can't disclose those things that are national secrets, but what's the craziest thing you've had to logistically move from one place to another that wow. you can talk about? Oh,
2: man. <laughs> well, so then I don't want to put your life in No, danger. no, absolutely. Well, there, there's been some times where on any given weekend will require more than 10 trucks to move certain freight and I'm I'm still fairly new to the team but I mean sometimes I'll have to be on call so sometimes work goes with me home sometimes work goes with me into the weekends and it even goes into me in church but I don't really handle any work during church I just handle it afterwards so it's all hands on deck after you gained an understanding that your work mattered to God, Jose, how
0: did it impact your life at home, your your life with your wife? Do you have kids too? Not yet, Not but yet? I have a dog so, and two cats. Well, that they don't really count in this conversation. <laughs> right? How did it but impact it your marriage? That's sure. right. But how did it impact your marriage and your attitude as you came home
2: every day? Serving. Serving my wife and being consistent because she's really sharp and smart. I can't get one pastor, so uh, so... <laughs> She saw a difference in the Institute, especially when we can talk more about faith, talk about scriptures and testify of really the work Mm -hmm. God does in our individual lives, which it seems like it's easier sometimes to share with your spouse about highs and lows at work and just the work God is doing. But it's made a difference from the standpoint of listening, influence, respect, acknowledgement.
1: So I'm curious. I know one of the things we talked about when we first met you earlier today, um, you talked about how the you guys are conducting the Bible studies at J.B. Hunt. Yes. I want our listeners to the just... The
0: Work Matters Bible The study.
1: Work Matters Bible studies. And we are at the Work Matters Conference, which is where we met you. Um, but, Jose, what does that look like in the workspace for you know somebody who's listening right now and they've never, ever... Even heard of having a Bible study at work, let alone how in the world they would get one started. So, walk us through that. What does it look like at JB Hunt?
2: So, at JB Hunt, normally we pick a time during lunches. The the most popular is twelve to one, and we have to reserve rooms. So, depending on if you're at a big company, you probably have to reserve space. Or if you're at a small company, it's about finding a good space where no one's going to really bother you and all, and then just basically getting with other believers. So. Obviously, if you work somewhere for a long time, you'll have an idea who 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 would be open to the idea of the study and who may not be. Um, excuse me, which is really why it's important or a good idea to really be a light and and really turn the other cheek and be an example. Because I can tell you right now, last year's studies, which you know I keep mentioning, Mandy Robinson, she led them with mm-hmm. another gentleman, and like I said, when the groups split. Two other individuals, myself, led one. What's been interesting is that we've we started out with eight, and so like a few weeks ago, I invited one person. That one person invited five, mm. and when they learned that we there's a that there's a Bible study of any type at JB Hunt, well, it was Work Matters, but the, the fact that there's people fellowshipping and studying the Word and and it's a place where you, you there's peace. I mean, they they were all over it. I That's mean, awesome. we helped Work Matters with their book sales too because people were buying the books like crazy. <laughs> and this last week, we got about twenty attend our study. So now we're looking to probably reserve multiple rooms so that we can keep that small environment mm-hmm, right. and welcome the feedback and all. What, do you, what, what
0: have you seen? What's the biggest impact you've seen on somebody that's gone through one of these Bible studies? Let's take it away from you. You've, uh, you've brought people in. How do you see the work matters Bible Studies as they are really teaching people to integrate their faith in their work? How do you see it impacted people?
2: That's a good question. And we're, we're still there right now figuring out how it works. I can tell you for me, and, and and you said take it away from me, but I can I can tell you from the people I've talked to and the people that have been around this study the year before, it makes a difference. I mean, we're basically having to go against our desires and cave into our emotions and, and, and again, like desires to not serve, to not give, to not love. And now all of a sudden we're having to turn the other cheek and we're having to like, well, if we're really going to be serious about our faith and we're going to really be a light, we're going to have to do what's not popular. And out of that, we grow and develop and we start getting becoming more like Jesus and start modeling him. And so the, the studies have our perspective. They're game changers because we don't, I don't re- always be thinking about a, the book of Nehemiah. But I tell you one thing that's pretty consistent is I have the choice every day to love on someone, to give someone my respect, to honor someone, with my undivided attention and my willingness to serve them, even if they've given me every reason not to trust them, every reason not to love on them, every reason not to serve them. But at the end of the day, if I really want to grow my faith and I really want to share Christ and hold Mm -hmm. myself accountable, I'm going to have to do the very unpopular things when it comes to in the middle of a very stressful workday. So, are you relating to that to Nehemiah's situation? Is that where you pulled all that out? No, it was the the recent study uh, honoring others with love. I keep getting the title wrong. Fine. But that book study has just been a real game changer. and We've only talked about it for a few weeks. Uh, what was
0: the biggest thing you pulled out of the life of Nehemiah
2: as it applied to faith and work? Oh man, that was last year. So I'm having to look back. Well, to the let's library. hope that it made an <laughs> impact on you a whole year later.
0: Because you guys study Nehemiah and Daniel, and and isn't I mean, there's there's three or four really great work matter studies, right? There
2: are. So I've only been involved with the Nehemiah. That's when okay. I first so got to So what was mentors. your biggest takeaway? I think the biggest takeaway was I remember the story about the the servants and the nation of Israel. In one part, they were building the wall. and another part, they were ready in case something happened, in case they had to defend. And that was kind of interesting about just being ready for the unexpected and standing guard and not letting circumstances blow you away. I mean, Nehemiah's faithfulness was something that I, I took away from as well. And, and just really, as I'm thinking about, now mm-hmm. I'm thinking just to make sure I don't, dis- don't disappoint Jim, but at the same time I'll make sure <laughs> that I, you know, I didn't you know, take it for granted. But going through the, through the book site from what I remember, every week was something different. But we talked about how Nehemiah needed people. I think that's the big takeaway. It's a team effort. He couldn't oh. have done it on his own. Yeah. No, and, and that's one thing that I am guilty of, trying to overcome struggles by myself trying to work through things by myself, but I, I need other people, other believers to hold me accountable and to encourage me and to keep me in line. How uh, Do you have a mentor in your life? I have a couple. I have uh, Daryl. So, so Jose so- Socorro takes two mentors. I, well, I would take more, but right now I have two. Uh, Daryl, who before he was at work matters, I actually met him through the Chamber of Commerce. And then Brian Clark.
1: Jose, as a, an employee of J.B. Hunt, you have the... Um, pleasure of being able to use some lunchtime to do Bible studies with other co-workers. And before we get to Jim's question, I just had a thought, how amazing it is that you, even if it's only one other person that's doing a Bible study with you, or 20, if you're all learning something about, oh, it takes a team, you can't do this on your own, you can then be keeping each other accountable with those lessons, absolutely. can't you? What does Definitely. that look like in the well, workplace? Oh,
2: absolutely. So accountability in the workplace Pretty much comes down to behavior, morale, and attitude. So they're all very similar, but they're all different, obviously in certain ways. And so there are—I have all kinds of people I know, and the people that know that I'm a believer, mm-hmm. that that I love Jesus and, and the Bible study. So I have people that'll keep me accountable. So if they're walking by my desk and I'm not acting right, or maybe my numbers aren't lining up because maybe my focus isn't there, I'll have some people that kind of keep me in line. Um, and, and when it comes to accountability, I have some work mentors. So I have some mentors outside of work and I have some work mentors, people that just encourage me to keep God first, to serve my leaders, serve my peers, and to get off the Jose train and get on the team train, the J.B. Hunt train. Mm. And so people like that, great. You know, they, they, they are gracious with the mm-hmm. accountability. And and they just say, stay focused on him. Keep him first.
0: Let so me ask this question: Did you grow up in a household where Jesus was at the center of that household, and that everybody knew that their work mattered to God? No. Well, I mean, so how did you how did you meet Jesus?
2: I met Jesus through some cousins that knew the truth and they were born again. So I, I was I was raised in a home where God was recognized in Easter and Christmas, and then we would attend uh, services. And it wasn't until uh, summer of '05. Mm. that I gave my life to Christ. And then I was in high school, got involved in the youth group, went to college. And then, right, I mean, faith faith has always been there, but the work matters aspect didn't come until I came to northwest Arkansas a little over a year ago.
0: So nobody had ever made that connection for you before, to tell you that mm. your faith and your work mattered and that they were supposed to be intricately connected. I mean,
2: intricately connected, no. Both mattered, absolutely. But the last together. part you mentioned, together, no. <laughs> Wow. You said off the air that your wife's a teacher, school, public school teacher? Yes, the very best in the state of Arkansas. The very
0: best. Nice. That's nice to hear. How, how has your, what you've learned from work matters, how has that impacted how your wife looks at her incredible career
2: as a public school teacher? That's a great question. I've talked to her a little bit about it. I'm like, I wish I'd get you in the Institute, uh, but she, she's so busy and her you know just where her focuses are at and all. Uh, it's not like where I'm at being in, in in the corporate sector. But with teaching, I think it makes a big... I can tell you this. Uh, she gives it 100 110%, and she Which works... Which physically impossible, just yeah. in case you're wondering. Okay, but that's yeah. okay. I mean, she gives it all she has. She's committed to her students, to her peers, and she, will, she goes to the uttermost for her students. And I tell you what, she lives her faith out all the time. I just hear the testimonies from... Her, what her parent, the parents of her students do for her, and just mm-hmm. how colleagues respond. I mean, she's she's a real role model.
1: Hmm. That's so that's so great. So keep it up because you know we need people like that in the. What's your in wife's first name?
2: Janie. 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 Shout out to Janie. She's from Arkansas too, so that's why I'm here too.
1: <laughs> all right, that's good. You're here all together. Right.
2: You got 30 seconds. It's all you, Jose. Speak to
0: the audience. Encourage them on living out their faith and their work.
2: Absolutely. I encourage you. To keep God first and keep going and take it one day at a time. Romans twelve twelve, great verse talking about pray, hang in there, and keep God first. And uh, that's pretty much about it, Romans 12. But to keep God first and, and just be open and realize that the real change is going to come when you do the hard stuff, when you work hard, and you honor your coworkers, and then the doors will open from there. Mm-hmm. Jose Sikora, thank you for being an eye work for him today. Thank you, it. Jim and Martha.
0: Hey, and, and really just grateful that you guys all tuned in today as we broadcast to you from Northwest Arkansas, courtesy of WorkMatters.org WorkMatters.org If you're looking for a resource that will encourage you daily, no matter what position you have, no matter what kind of job you have, WorkMatters can come alongside you and give you some daily encouragement. WorkMatters.org You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately I Work For Him. Thank you for listening to the
2: dot com